Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, everyone, and happy Friday Eve, as I like to call it. Today is Thursday, May 3rd, and the Eagles are at the podium, and the presser is locked, loaded, and ready for you. I'm your host, Rachelle Prevet, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Before the break, you'll hear from Andre Dillard. He was asked what he's learned watching from the sideline this past season, where he stands physically after recovering from his injury, and about the competition between himself and Jordan Mailata. Then you'll hear from Jordan Mailata, who was asked whether he feels that he's earned his spot at left tackle and about his contract extension. After Jordan Mailata, you'll hear from Josh Sweat, He touched on what Ryan Kerrigan has brought to the table so far, and he was tickled when asked if he's content with his weight. He was kind of confused what the reporter was asking, and he started laughing. It's actually very, very funny. But then after the break, you'll hear from Isaac Suomalu. He was asked about the improvements that he's made so far and why he decided to change his jersey number. And lastly, you'll hear from Devontae Smith, who will touch on being reunited with Jalen Hurst and the chemistry they've been working on. He was also asked about signing his very first NFL contract and building relationships with some of the vets. No, he has not tried a cheesesteak yet, but so far he said he's been spending a lot of time with Darius Slay and Jalen Hurts, of course. All right, fellas, take it away. Hey, Andre, thanks for taking the time. What did you learn about yourself as a person and a player last year as you were kind of watching the game from the sideline? Yeah, about that. I definitely learned a lot about myself and how much the game really means to me and how, you know, how serious I am about this. You know, losing a season to an injury definitely makes you see it in a different perspective, in a different light, and it kind of lit this huge fire in me, a different kind of fire than I felt before because something like this has never happened for me. Go ahead, John, and then Dave. Hey, Andre, good to see you. Um, Where are you in your rehab? Are you completely back 100%? Uh, How is the biceps? And, you know, how how do you feel sort of pre-injury and now do you feel you're at the same level that you were? I'm back even stronger. I've, I'm all clear to go, 100%. You know, feel good as new. I'm I'm a lot stronger than before I got hurt, I'll tell you that. Steve and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Andre. Obviously, last year, once you were out, eventually Jordan Mylata got in there and did some good things. If it's a competition between you two in this training camp, how do you feel about that, and, and what do you think your chances are of winning it? Oh, I've... I welcome all competition. I never shy away from it. I'm glad that it's happening. It makes sense that it's happening. You know, Jordan came in and filled in last year. He played most of the season. He did really well. So, you know, it only makes sense for the coaches to, you know, give it a little competition and not just, you know, give somebody the spot when I come back from the injury. So, you know, we're really good friends sitting next to each other in the locker room. And, you know, we always pal around out out in the field. We're always pushing each other to get better. So. You know, I really welcome it, and it's a lot of fun competing with them. Go ahead, Ed, and then last. Hey, Andre, I, I know, um, you know, you're you're a left tackle, uh, but and you played a little right tackle, I think, your, your first year. Uh, do you um, – do you, would you be resistant at all to moving someplace else other than left tackle? You know, would you be willing to go to guard if 
uh, you were asked to do that and learn those positions left and right guard? Oh, of course. You know, I wouldn't shy away from that either. Like, you know, I came here for a reason, you know, to play for this team and, you know, to have the role of doing whatever the team needs to be better. So if that's what's required, then I'll give it everything I got. Lawson and Zach. Hey, Andre, you've probably heard there's been a lot of talk about, you know, possible trade. If Mylotta wins the job uh, this year, uh, what's your feeling? Do you want, if you don't start this year, do you want to be here? Well, I haven't heard anything because I, I, I don't have any social media anymore as of last year. But, um, you know, I try not to pay attention to any of that stuff because it's just all noise, you know. My job is just keep my head down and work. That's all I know It's just work. But, you know, if I'm not the starter, like you said, you know, I would just do everything that I can to, you know, earn it back. You know, I'm not just going to back down if the job isn't given to me. I'm going to keep fighting for what I want. Thank you. Go ahead, Zach, and then Bo. Hey, Andre, good to see you again. Uh, it, it seemed clear the past two years that the team viewed you as, as their left tackle of the future. Uh, do you still feel that they view you that way? I do feel that they view it that way, but, you know, I have to earn it. I can't just be given it, you know. I'm all about this competition. I'm, I got a fire in me. I got a chip on my shoulder, and I'm really serious about this. So, you know, bring it all on. Thank you. Go ahead, Bo, and then Rob Motti. Hey, Andre, just I wanted to follow up on, you know, you saying that this that there's this new fire um, lit within you and, and the way that you're approaching things. How has that sort of manifested itself? What What is different about the way you're going about things? It, yeah, like I said before, just when, it, when you have it taken away from you, you realize how important it is to you and how serious you are about it. And, you know, as soon as I got hurt, the second I got hurt and they told me how long I'd be out, I was like, in my head, I was like, you know, 2021 starts now, like for me, you know, as soon as I was able to, I was in the weight room on the bike, you know, three, four weeks after I got hurt, I was hitting PRs on safety bar squats. I was all in there every day was leg day. You know, I've, I've developed a lot of habits in terms of, you know, research on nutrition and sleep benefits and all different types of stuff, self-help books and, you know, just really pushing myself and everything that I did revolving everything around ball and just improving. Go ahead, Robin and Jeff McLean. Hey, Andre, you mentioned you're not on social media anymore as of last year. What went into that decision for you? Was it just a matter of mental health and, and how has it helped you just to stay away from it? Um, there are a few factors that went into it, but, you know, one being the obvious, just, um, you know, a lot of people, including myself, we just spend like 30 minutes just sitting there scrolling through stuff. You find interesting videos and all that stuff. Um, you know, next thing you know, a whole hour goes by and you're like, dang, I just kind of wasted that. You know, I didn't get anything out of that. But, you know, and just a whole bunch of other things, you know, you don't want to read into too much, just general negativity in the world. Um, it, it just social media in general. I've watched a lot of documentaries on it as well. There's one on Netflix. I can't quite remember what it's called but you'll you'll see it on there if you look for it but there's just a lot of you know there's good and bad on the internet but i'd rather just not be with it because I, I spent too much time on it that's really the case but uh it's def it's definitely helped me it feels like i live you know more simple life i get up go work study all that stuff relax read you know, not once do I flip open my phone and just read stuff. You know, I still get news, but, you know, nothing too crazy. And it, it has helped me a lot, I think. We'll go to Jeff and then EJ. Uh, Andre, to follow up on that, we know how difficult Philadelphia can be um, to play in um, in this market and with this fan base. Uh, you mentioned general negativity, but what about the direct ones that have been lobbied towards you? Um, wherever it may come, is that did that factor into it? And how do you feel like you've you've matured in handling that in in your two plus years here? I think I've matured a lot. Like I honestly feel like I'm a different person in a lot of aspects than my first year. I'm completely different. Um, in terms of the social media and stuff that's directly aimed at me, you know, when I first got here, it was it was kind of a shock to me because I never 
realize that's kind of how it is once you get to the level, you know, just whatever sort of negativity gets pointed at you. It was kind of a shock for me. But as the years went on, you know, I kind of learned how it goes and, you know, certain things you're just like, you know, you can't feed into it. You can't feed the negativity or else it'll just keep growing and growing and weigh on you. You know, you can't focus on that type of stuff. You just focus on what's important, you know, guys within the building, the coaches and just the work that you're putting in. Hey, we'll take two more here from EJ and then Tim. Hey, Andre, just uh, as far as the timetable goes, how long have you been 100% cleared? And what did you, was there, is there something that you were uh, focused on more than, more than other stuff as far as like what you worked on this off season? Uh, how long have I been? hundred, I mean, maybe a few, couple months, few months, like a hundred, a hundred, like feeling really good. I can do anything a few months or so, but during my time being hurt, you know, I, did a lot of um, just what they told me to do. I did everything they told me to do in order to be my best self and heal faster. I did a lot of research on just general be benefits of feeding your body the right things, hydration and like just sleep patterns, all types of stuff. I got books on those and I was really just everything revolved around getting myself better as, a, you know, healing my arm, getting better as a player and in general, a person. Take one more here with Tim. Andrea, when you say you're a completely different person, what, what do you mean by that? And when you look back at, um, you know, the old version of yourself, I guess, uh, you know, do you, what do you see? And do you, do you feel like something was missing in terms of uh, becoming the type of pro that you wanted to be, wanted to be? Well, I, I, I say completely different as kind of an exaggeration, you know, but, I feel so much different than before. Just I've matured a lot in a lot of ways, just in terms of, you know, knowing the plays, my technique, like polishing my technique, um, just having the right mindset in all the different moments, all the different things that come with uh, being a pro. And, you know, I, I really think the biggest thing for me is confidence. You know, my rookie year, I wasn't as confident, you know, naturally. Over the years, I've just put so much work in and to better myself as a player and a person. And so the, the main reason I feel like a completely different person, aside from my huge strength boost, is my confidence. Hey, Jordan, a uh, question for you about Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm curious what uh, stands out about him uh, so far this spring now that he's uh, kind of the number one man out there. I think his confidence, uh, it really stands out. He's trying to be the leader, uh, trying to be the first, you know, one in the building, last one to leave. Just his attention to detail, uh, I guess his energy as well, I think that shows through his confidence. Um, he's just trying to pick up people and trying to get the receivers, you know, doing the right stuff and and even just the cadence, when it comes down to cadence, making sure the airline understands the cadence. So I think he's done a real phenomenal job on that uh, and coming in this uh, OTA with the confidence that, no, we needed. Go ahead, John, and then Zach. Hey, Jordan. Uh, good to see you. Um, we've been with you, obviously, through this journey from pretty much ground zero, and you've been uh, steadily improving. Now you're a little bit more uh, ingrained, but Nick has expressed competition as one of his mo mantras. Just curious how things are different for you uh, heading into this season. It's not different. It's never changed. Yeah, you know, I think every year it's always it's always been a competition. That's how I viewed it. Um, there's always you know competition every year, and I think that you know coach coming in and saying that for all position groups is a no brainer. Um, you know, I've I still got to earn my place. Like I said, when I finished off last year, I think it was the last press conference. You know, I, I'm still trying to prove to myself that I am a dominant left tackle in this league and not a rugby player anymore. And for, in order for me to do that, I've got to keep progressing and challenging myself every day, which every year we come back, you know, that's how I present it. No matter how how much of a good year that I've had or a bad year, I always come back to try and improve and challenge myself in that way. Go ahead, Zach, and then Ed. Hey, Jordan, good to see you. Uh, first off, do you think that the way you played last year, you've earned that left tackle spot? 
And then I, I, I recognize there's a competition and then this might be a matter of semantics, but do you think it's your job to lose or do you think you have to win it? I don't think the matter is if I've earned it or not. It's, it always comes down to who's the best man for the job is. I don't really get caught up in all that stuff. You guys know my mantra is to get better every day. And I've said that from the day I stepped in to the day I leave. That's my number one thing to, to do every day, to get 1% better every day. Hard work always takes care of hard work. And, you know, if I focus on that, the rest will take take care of itself. I'm not really interested in, you know, if I, based off my playing game last year, have I earned it? No, it's not about who earns it. It's always who is the best man for the job. And if that be me or Dillard, so be it. Thank you. Ed and then Dave. Hi, Jordan. Um, we just talked to Andre and, um, you know, he said you guys are very good friends and he, you know, he feels like a different person. I mean, have you uh, noticed any, any change in him as a person on the field, off the field, anything like that? Yeah. Dale, hey, I've, I'm very proud of Dill. He's uh, come with a lot of confidence this year, which, which just, you know, coming off the back of the, the season that he had that injury, I think it's important for him to come in and show that he has confidence just to, for the rest of the room to see it's great. Uh, we have a great friendship and a great uh, rivalry as well when it comes to like just pushing each other. Uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. So Dylan and I have some good competitions. Yeah, if I feel like he's, yeah, if he's going like 100% at, at practice, I feel like I have to go 110, you know. So even in the gym as well, we're always competing. Uh, you know, we know that there's a competition going on and, you know, we're just going to keep going at it till, till you know, judgment day comes and they choose one. Dave and then Bo. Hey, Jordan, uh, how big of a boost was it to find out that Jeff Stalin was coming back this season? Tell you what, I almost had a heart attack when he, uh, when those rumors came out. Gave uh, Coach Stalin a call as soon as that, um, as soon as that article came out and uh, he reassured us that he was coming back. And when, he, you know, when it was all official and pen to paper, I was relieved, very relieved, man. It's like my dad. Go ahead, Bo, and then Mike. Hey, Jordan, um, you are entering the, the final year of your rookie deal. Um, does that change your uh, mindset at all? And, and have there been any discussions with the Eagles about a potential extension? Doesn't change anything. I still have the same mindset, uh, but to keep pushing more every day. That's it. It's, it's the same mindset that I have, but to keep giving it all every single day, every moment. Nothing is guaranteed in this league. It's one thing that I've learned. And so you have to go and go, go out and get it. Like I said, the hard work takes care of hard work, and that's what I aim to do. And have you talked to the, the team about an extension at all? Uh, no, I don't worry, worry about those things as of right now. Um, it's not really what I'm focused on. I still got to win a spot, you know, so I'm not really focused on any contract negotiations. I'm still trying to get down my left tackle spot. Go ahead, Mike and Rob Marty. Hey, Jordan. Thanks for doing this. Um, what have you noticed about Nick Sirianni? What's your biggest takeaway from him so far during this offseason program? Tell you what, mate. He's, uh, his energy is through the roof. And you can see that he cares about it, about all of us. The passion that, you know, even like just genuine conversations with them. He's trying to build rapport with all the players. And I think, you know, just me seeing that, I really respect him for that. And I love that about Coach. Robin and Les. Hey, Jordan, you've proven to be a versatile guy. You can play different positions on the offensive line. Is there any concern that because of your value as a versatile offensive lineman, they may see you as the sixth guy in so rather than a starting left tackle? If that, There's no worry. If that's what happens, I, I told you, if I step on that field, that's a blessing in its own. It's what I can do for this team that matters. And yeah, I'm all about – I'm trying to win a championship. And if me being that sixth man and playing left, right, whatever it is, and we get there – I'll do it. Lesson and Brandon. Hey, Jordan. You were talking a minute ago about earning a spot. Uh, you know, a year ago, even nine months ago, you hadn't ever played a game after having been here for quite a while. Things have come so far since then. We, we see that you're the starting left tackle in the, in the drills that we see anyway and the pictures they post on social media. What does it mean to you to have had the – the chance you had in 2020 and to have, you know, at least proven what you have proven up to this point. It seems like you've done an awful lot. Uh, it may seem that I've done an awful lot, but I haven't done 
zip, you know, and that's the truth. Um, I thank God that I have Stout as a coach because it reminds me every day that I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> so I think that's a great way to approach everything, and that's why my mentality is set on still getting better every day at 1%. Yes, I am proud of my achievements last year and what I had set out, but, you know, that that was not the ceiling, and the goal was to get better every day to try and improve every year so I don't give up seven sacks. You know, this year, try not to give up any sacks this year. That's my goal. But, um, you know, every year I'm just trying to push my limits, push the ceiling, and, you know, don't get comfortable. Do you have a different feeling coming in knowing that now you've played and you've started and, you know, you know what it's like and, and how, you know what to expect? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I feel a lot more confident in myself now that I've played um, you know, the games that I played and, and just gained that experience that I needed to understand how it feels in the game. So that, that part and aspect of the game, you know, I do feel like just gaining that little bit of confidence and the experience really will help me this year. Thank you. We'll take a couple more here. So let's go Brandon, Rob Kessner, and Jeff. Uh, hey, Jordan. As uh, Les kind of mentioned there, you're taking, you know, first team reps uh, at left tackle, it seems like, at least from the one practice we've seen, which is the only practice we've seen so far. Uh, is that a role like you're, you're like, is that where you're lining up exclusively? Are you kind of rotating with Andre in that first team left tackle spot? Do you expect to maybe do that more in training camp? Yeah. So uh, Andre and I are rotating in and out every day. Um, and they're just trying to, you know, give us a fair competition. So, uh, as as in terms of you know lining up anywhere else, I have it so far um, strictly on the left side. And in terms of camp, I have no idea what camp's going to look like, but it's going to be fun. Jordan, uh, wanted to follow up on what you said about Stout because on one hand you you say, God, you were so worried that he might leave, and that's the same sentiment that Green Echo that 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 Jason Kelsey had too. But on the other hand. You point out that he, you know, sees all the things that you're not doing right and points those out. A lot of people might shy away from that and that kind of coaching or or tough love. Um, and your you as linemen seem to not. Why do you think that is? Can you repeat that last sentence? The, the not so bit? As, as linemen, you guys seem to embrace the the tough love. Why why do you think that is? It's reality. The reality is is that. You know, if you're not sharpening and not focusing on the techniques and not executing it right, that's that's I guess that's the part that you should be focusing on and not, you know, living in the limelight of the sixty reps that you've done right. You know, we want to we want to be a hundred percent. That's the goal. And I realistically, you know, maybe one or two reps might might not be, you know, executed perfectly. But I think it's important, and that's what Stout does to never get comfortable. Or never be complacent, and that's the one thing that I've learned here. You know, especially playing in the city like Philly, you just gotta you gotta take the harsh criticism and and the coaching. Being able to be coachable is is a big thing, and it, that's what it is. Just being coachable. Last question here from Jeff. Uh, yeah, Andre. Uh, sorry, Jordan. Can you hear me? Yeah, it was breaking up a little bit. Okay, uh, so last year you were basically you know swinging at both sides up up until almost the start of the season. Uh, you know what's how different is it for you being able to focus on one position, and do you think that that will will significantly affect how you handle training camp? I mean, one position is great. You know, nobody nobody ever wants to go swapping each each you know each position because you can't really focus on the details. And that's what we're really doing right now, just focus on the details. When it comes to camp and whatever happens in camp happens in camp. Uh, you know, we don't know the rotations. We never know the rotations in camp. Like I can tell you my second year, I, I didn't expect to be taking all the snaps at right tackle when Lane went down in, in 2019, you know. So like – Camp is so unexpectable, and you don't know really you don't really know what's going on in camp until camp comes and they tell you. So that's the only thing I'm going to prepare, focusing on my details and making sure that you know when I come back to camp, I'm in great shape to be able to to do both sides or whatever. You know, I'm trying to go for that left side, and that's that's my main focus right now. But if I come back and they tell me that they want me all right, I'm gonna do it.
Hey, Josh, just curious, what has Ryan Kerrigan brought to your room so far this offseason? Um, um, pretty much, I mean, just another big vet president uh, presence. I mean, honestly, just a guy we can ask questions and stuff like that, guy we want to compete with. And um, I just think all around is better for the room. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Zach. Josh, you ready for a bigger role? You want it? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. We'll see. What, uh, we'll see what's going on, though. You know, it doesn't matter what role it is. Same from last year. New. I mean, I'm I'm ready to take on whatever it is. Uh, you know, obviously, you haven't done that in the first, you know, several years of your career. Is that hard uh, in terms of endurance wise to to uh, all of a sudden maybe be thrust in that position when you haven't been doing it, or do you feel like maybe actually, yeah, that helps you because you are. Yeah, I haven't been as banged up these last three years and haven't really suffered many uh, injuries. Um, I don't think it makes it more difficult. I mean, it's, I, I'm, if it's a bigger role, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot more of the same, if you know what I mean, just if you, if you know what I'm saying. It's going to be same, the same thing I've been doing, just a little bit more of it. I don't think it's going to be any more challenging. Just, you know, I take care of everything, so I should be fine. Go ahead, Zach, and then John. Hey, Josh, good to see you again. Uh, what's been your biggest focus this offseason, and where do you think you need to make the most strides in year four? Um, putting on a little bit of weight, you know, getting stronger, same thing. And um, biggest thing, I just, just focus on my fundamentals for the most part. I mean, as the season goes on, and, you know, if, if I do get a bigger role, I mean, I'm going to, you know, so, sooner or later, later on in the season, I'm going to need to fall back on my fundamentals, you know, when I get tired and everything like that. That's that's pretty much the biggest thing. John and then Dave. Hey, Josh, good to see you. Um, what can you tell us about uh, Jonathan Gannon, uh, the new defensive coordinator, and also Tracy Rocker, your new position coach? Oh, great guys, both full of energy. Um, I already like them a lot. It, they they they're a little bit they're a lot in line with you know how I like the my personality they remind me a lot of myself and um you know they they're for the players and uh it's definitely gonna be a great year you know under underneath both of them so I'm definitely excited. Go ahead, Dave and then Bo. Hey Josh, you mentioned uh, adding strength, which is kind of what we've been talking to you about since you got here, and I, I know you're a certain you know, you've made strides in that area. How, how much farther do you want to, to take it? I mean, or do you feel like you're about weight-wise, strength-wise, where you need to be? Shoot. I just want to take it as far as I can, honestly. I mean, I don't I don't see any, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, still getting better uh, in pretty much any of it. But, uh, I mean, I, I can't say you could put a, a cap on, you know, strength, but if you <laughs> – no, hey, repeat that question for me one more time. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I'm just asking uh, if you feel like you're where you need to be or if, you know, weight-wise, if you want to add more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weight-wise, my bad. I want to put on a little bit more. I think I'm pretty heavy right now, but uh, I want a little bit more because, you know, in camp, you know, it's going to be hot and stuff. So I just want to get a head start on when I do lose a little bit of it. By the end of it, you know, ready, ready for the season, I should be uh, pretty good. How much have you changed the way you've played because of the added weight and strength that you've put on over the, the last few years? Um, I've been putting on weight, but I've been getting stronger at the same time. It's been pretty much the same. I don't notice a difference. I still feel the same. Um, it's, it feels the same as I'm getting stronger. Go ahead, Bo, and then Ed. Hey, Josh. <clears throat> uh, first of all, when you say that they, uh, you know, Gannon and, and Rocker remind you of yourself, how, how so? Uh, just, you know, they like to, you know, have a good time. They like to motivate guys. They like to compete. That's what I'm, I'm all about competing now. That's it. And, uh, they, you know, they, they encourage it a lot and I'm all for it. And then, um, you know, as far as the defense, I think, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, you know, a defensive end, your job is just to rush the passer. It's, it's pretty easy. It doesn't change defense to defense. Um, it, how, how different is your job in, in this defense? Does you know, does it change at all? I mean, I mean, damn, they're playing a pass play. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, 
it's more than rushing a quarterback, but uh, I mean, we're still developing the defense. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to learn it all. I don't know what we're going to be in, though. I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you, but it is what it is. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, hi, Josh. Um, just to ask you about the rookies, um, Teron Jackson and um, Patrick Johnson. You know, they were had a lot of success getting to the quarterback. What have you seen uh, from them as they start their NFL careers? Uh, shoot, more food. We out there competing. <laughs> like I said, nah, but uh, they both come in and, and yo, they're trying to get me. Drills. You know, we fast. We Everybody's fast. Everybody's trying to win. And, uh, yeah, they're trying to dethrone me. But, yeah, that, that, I, I like them a lot. They, they're, they're coming along well. They should be good. And um, But, yeah, they're they already competitors, and that's what we need right now. That competition makes you better, though, right? In yeah, theory. absolutely. I love it. I love it. They try to get me every day. And, you know? <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Isaac. Uh, now that you've kind of pretty much solidified your spot and starting uh, uh at this point in your career, what, you know, what are some of the areas that you look uh, upon improving and how do you approach, you know, coming in when you've been kind of um, entrenched in that spot? Yeah. I mean, the tr- the, you know, the true nature of being a professional and, you know, is always striving and, you know, to work on your weaknesses or what you perceive as being weaknesses and looking back at last season and, you know, what you can work on and be better. And, you know, my whole philosophy and mentality is, is, you know, can I be better than the Isaac of yesterday? Um, what can I do to improve on that? You know, not only physically, but maybe mentally or whatever edge I can possibly gain or new technique or advantage I can do during the off season, during this time, you know, we have to prepare is uh, is is the key to everything. <clears throat> Go ahead, Adam and Zach. Hey, Isaac, um, I just want to ask you, uh, to, to your right, I guess it would be, you have the two tackles, Jordan and uh, Andre, kind of competing for that spot. I mean, what have you seen from those two guys? I know it's, you know, really early here in the spring, but, um, you know, what have you seen from those two guys? How have they come in uh, to this portion of uh, the offseason workouts? Yeah, uh, Jordan and Andre, man, they've, uh, you know, they came in, you know, blazing, Um you know, obviously with Andre being out last year, you know, he's looking to, you know, go, you know, do as much as he possibly can to, to, to prove, you know, you know, who he is. And Jordan, you know, play, getting some playing time last year gave him some confidence. Uh, I think they both look, you know, really good. You know, the biggest thing is with the new coaching staff, everybody's trying to make a good first impression. Um, obviously, you know, it's a different story when the pads come on, but right now, um, I think they're both, you know, firing on all cylinders. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun to keep watching both of them, 
you know, improve or these next two months and uh, go into training camp and, you know, ballot out. Go ahead, Zach, and then EJ. Hey, Isaac, good to see you again. Uh, this might seem like a trivial question relative to, like, what happens on the field, but uh, why did you change your number this offseason? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, when when they kind of laxed on the, the jersey restrictions, uh, I'd always been 56, like, in high school and college, and, um, you know, my dad was 55 when he played, and honestly, I've always just kind of liked the number, and, um, you know, with opportunity, it was, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. I just kind of like the number. Thanks. Go ahead, EJ, and then Bo. Yeah, Isaac, I wanted to ask you about Landon Dickerson. What are your early impressions of him? Um, I know you can't do a lot on the field, but, you know, what have you seen from him? Yeah, Landon, uh, that's a that's a huge dude, man. That's a big guy. Um, obviously, like you said, with his injury, uh, he's a little slowed. But, you know, I think uh, – you know, watching some of his college stuff, obviously he's a really good football player. You know, anytime we can get, you know, guys that can not only elevate the level in the room, but, you know, compete. And, you know, we're always looking for guys that that we that can plug and play because as, as everybody knows in the O-line room, you know, injuries happen. So we need, we're going to need six, seven, eight guys. Last year was, you know, crazier than anything, but, uh, now, Landon looks like the real deal. You know, I, I'm hoping he, he gets as healthy as he can be come training camp so he can, you know, really let loose. But, uh, you know, smart, tough, big, strong. I mean, everything you look for, for sure. Bo and then John. Isaac, first of all, how much, uh, you know, did, did it cost a lot of money to change the, the jersey number? <laughs> nah, nah, not really, man. You know, people ain't really buying some my little jerseys out there. So, you know, it was, it was, it was cheap, man. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then I guess I guess on Landon, um, in terms of like his personality, um, we sort of learned, or we were sort of told that you know he's he was like this big leader at Alabama and, and sort of this happy go lucky guy. Have you been able to see a little bit of that yet, or is he still sort of a shy rookie? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, for most rookies, you want to come in and you know be humble and quieter and this and that. And you know, Landon's no different, man. I think. Offensive linemen also kind of always have a certain personality traits of, you know, being a little quieter and this and that. But, you know, it seems like a good dude. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to get him to know him more. Um, but, you know, no no complaints on, over here. Go ahead, John, and then Ed. Hi, Isaac. Good to see you. Um, uh, curious your thoughts on, on Jalen Hurts now that he's the starting quarterback. He's the guy, and obviously the offensive line has that uh, relationship always with the quarterback. But uh, he seems like a natural leader. How, how does he kind of interact with you guys? Yeah, man, that, that's a, a cool, calm, collected dude. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what you look for in the huddle, um, guys that – you know, when you look in their eyes and the way they talk, you know what I mean? Nothing phases them, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, and Jalen is already super talented, um, you know, super, you know, real smart. Guys trust him, um, can make plays, obviously. Uh, but, you know, so far, you know, Jalen's, you know, really taking that leadership role and, and run with it. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm happy for him, man. I hope uh, – you know, he continues it, you know, because we're only going to go as he goes, you know what I'm saying? So. Ed and then Zach. Hey, Isaac. Sorry about that. Um, last year, I think it was kind of under the radar that you came back pretty quickly from a, a pretty serious knee injury. Um, what does that say about you as far as being a team player and as far as being a competitor goes? Yeah, I mean <clears> – <throat> You know, last year with a knee injury, um, coming back quickly, you know, I, I was doing as much as I could here. I would go home and do stuff, uh, change my diet. I did, you know, as much as I possibly could, could to get back out there on the field. And that's that's just part of my nature, man. I, I, I'm always going to pour everything I can into it. And, uh, you know, competing, you know, Coach Nick has been huge on, you know, competition. And I would like to think that uh, that's something that I, I bring with me, you know, you know every day. Um, what can I do to get better? How can I be a you know true professional in in, in the building and um, you know do everything I can on my end um, to uh, you know make sure that guys that I'm reliable and consistent and that was a 
big part of it. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Isaac, if you think back to your 2016 draft class, could you have ever imagined that you would be the last one standing from that class? <laughs> Man, uh, not really. You know what I mean? Um, that, you know, I think about it sometimes, man, and, uh, you know, I'm still real close with, like, uh, Vitae, Big V, so I, I talk to him sometimes, and obviously Carson, but, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man, it's, you know, it goes by like this, you know, uh, you know, as fast as, faster than you think, so, I, you know, I try to enjoy, you know, all the moments, you know, with, with these guys, and, um, yeah, man, it flies by, for sure. We'll take one more here from John McMullen. Uh, uh, Isaac, um, you mentioned the new coaching staff. Uh, for you guys, though, on the offensive line, Stout is back. How important was that for you and the fact there were some rumors he'd go back to Alabama? What, what's it like having him back? No, it's awesome. Uh, first and foremost, you know, he's a great coach, you know, teacher of details and cares so much about us, not only as players, but as people, you know, outside of the building as well. Um and that's something you always look for in a, a mentor or a coach. Um, and then, you know, being able to have him, knowing him and him knowing us, especially the older guys, you know, there's that level of trust, the way the, the O-line room operates, the way meetings operate, you know, what he expects of us and what we expect of him as well. Um, and I think for the young guys, it's, it's been a blessing too because, um, you know, he's always he's always a little bit harder on the young guys, you know, the guys that, you know, Need a little bit more coaching, this and that, but um, no, it's awesome. It's I, I was really thankful he came back. Hey, Devontae. Uh, I, I know you mentioned a while back about getting to play with Jalen again and you had to kind of rebuild that rapport. How's that going? How is he similar to when you played with him before and how's he different? Um, it's going good. Um, just getting in every day, just the small details of everything that we're doing. And I mean, um, Definitely, he's he's more he's more experienced now. Um, he's way smarter. He's learned a lot more. So I mean, he's he's growing. I'm growing. So I mean, we're trying to get everything right as of right now. Do you still feel that connection with him that you had way back then? Most definitely. Hey, divide less, and then Zach Berman. Uh, congratulations on the contract. I know it's kind of a formality these days. Uh, because everything's slotted, but it's probably good to get that done. Uh, do you have any plans uh, for anything you want to do with uh, with your rookie money? Any any priorities there? Nah, I just put it in the bank. That's about it. Okay. Well, so you've been here a few weeks now. Is this what you anticipated when you when you were drafted into the league? Has it been what you thought it would be so far? Uh yeah, it's been that and more. I mean, just with the coaching staff, the um, the energy that the coaching staff, the players bring to practice, um, just everything. So it's been everything and more, and uh, I'm excited. All right, thank you. Go ahead, Zach, and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Devonte, as as a follow up to that, when we last spoke to you, it was it was the rookie camp. Now that you've been around the veterans, uh, what's it been like being around your new teammates? I, I I guess going against Darius Slay and and just being around these these uh, these these uh, vets is 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 there anyone jumping out at you so far? Um, it's it's been fun. I mean, just being here, getting to know the guys, just um building that relationship, that team chemistry. Um, just knowing that they're they're going to take me under their wing. They're um approaching me with the little details of anything that we're doing as an offense. And um, me and Slay, we just we just talk about just football. I mean, just any little thing that he can give me about a DB, any little thing that I can give him about a receiver, we um just talk about it. I mean, ultimately, we, we're teammates. We're trying to make each other better and just drop knowledge on each other. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, hey Devontae. Uh, I just want to ask you, how important was it for you to kind of get this contract stuff uh, taken care of heading into the summer rather than waiting until uh, training camp? How much does it mean to you have it to have it done now? Uh, I mean, it's it's been a dream, but um, ultimately, I mean, that's that's what you have an agent for for him to um do that. That was that was his job to do that. So um, I trust my agent. I believed in him to make everything right, and um, he did that. So I mean, it's done, and I'm excited just to go to work. And if I could ask a follow up, how how will you spend these next you know six weeks or two months, whatever it is, before you report back? Where will you train? What will you do over this time? 
um, just be training. Um, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be at yet, but, I mean, just continue to grind. Any other questions for Devante? Go ahead, Dave. Sure, I'll hop back in. Uh, what have you learned about yourself in, in the last couple of weeks since you've been here, and what do you really want to improve on? Um, I learned that like I'm I'm still growing more. Um, I've kind of gotten out of my shell kind of quick, so it was just like I can be somebody that interacts with people a lot that's not going to always just be to himself. I mean, and I feel like it mostly goes to just my teammates, just the way that they've accepted me and just how comfortable they made me feel. So, I mean, I've, I've learned that I don't have to always be this person that's just in his shell. Did that happen here a lot quicker than it did when you got to Alabama? Most definitely. Why do you think that is? Um, I was young going into Alabama. I mean, I was young just fresh out of high school, so it was just kind of like that's the only thing I knew. But, I mean, as of now, I mean, I'm older, wiser, so, I mean, it's just more stuff that I know, and I know that, like, you have to be able to step outside your comfort zone to to be able to do the things that you want to do. Less and then Tim. I'm sorry, one more contract question. So uh, – You've been anticipating this for a long time, but you're at Alabama. You're one of the most well-known players in the country. People are selling pictures of you catching touchdown passes and stuff, and you couldn't make any money off that uh, that whole time you were in college. Now you're, you have a guarantee of $20 million. Uh, does that seem real to you? Does it seem like it's been a long road to get to that? And is it a relief to be in that position finally? Um, I mean – this this is what I've been working for. I mean, but ultimately I'm not done. I'm not I'm not playing this just to get one contract. Um I, I expect to get many more contracts coming in, but I mean ultimately it comes down to just me working. If I keep working the way that I've been working and handling my business, then that time will come. All right. Thank you. Tim and then Nick. Or Nick, if you're ready, you can hop in. Okay. Um, hey, Devontae, I apologize to you and, and to the group, really, because I, I had a little computer problem. I didn't get on until just a little while ago. But I want to ask you, in case you hadn't been asked about Jalen, you might have uh, already addressed this. And, and just, you know, comparing him to where he is now to where he was when you were his teammate and, um, you know, the progress you think he's made as a quarterback and if you think he's making uh, – you're getting enough done now, you know, in OTAs to, to be able to get ready to hit the uh, – the ground running uh, uh yeah he's he's grown a lot i mean he's he's smarter um the decision making that that he does i mean he he works hard and he understands everything a lot more so i mean us just being here at practice not only we just met him but his connection with all the other receivers the running backs the o line just the communication as an offense i mean everything is getting better and it's only going to get better as we um keep going ed and then zach Hey, Tomate, I just, it's such a young wide receiver room. I just was curious, is there anybody that has kind of uh, shown the leadership ability in that room, somebody you go to when you have questions? Um, I feel like we all lead in a different way. Um, everybody have their way of leading, but I mean, ultimately, um, if anybody has a question about anything, we just say it out loud in the room and whoever has the answer, they answer it. But um, I mean, just everybody, everybody leads for everybody. Everybody understands that it's a young room, so somebody has to um, step up and be their leader. And I feel like all of us are being a leader right now. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Devontae, have you had the chance over the past few weeks to experience Philadelphia at all to follow along with the Sixers? And and and, and what's that experience been like? Um, I'm not a going-out type of guy. So, I mean, I haven't been nowhere outside of where I'm staying at. So, i just been there, really. That's it. But um, I have been to a um, – I've been watching the games on TV. I mean, I, I like basketball, so of course I'm going to watch the games. But um, outside of that, I really haven't done nothing. Thank you. Any other questions? Go ahead, Ed. Sorry about that. Uh, Devontae, I just wanted to ask you about uh, Julio Jones. Um, you know, his game, you know, he went to Alabama, obviously, before your time. But um, how well do you know him? How much have you watched him uh, play through his career? Um, I, I've worked with Julio one time before. I mean, 
he, he's a great guy. I mean, he's most definitely somebody that I've looked up to since I was young. Um, just having him come back to Alabama, just dropping knowledge on me, um, it kind of it helped me a lot. And, I mean, just ultimately he's one of the top receivers in the league. So, I mean, everybody watches him. Everybody watches the things he does. And everybody's trying to take something from his game and put it in theirs. Anything you've taken from his game that you put it in yours? Specifically? Um, really just the mentality of everything, how, he's, how he approaches when he, when he lines up, what is he looking for in a, in a DB and things like that. So, I mean, that's what I really took from it, just the mentality of everything that he does. Thank you. We'll go to Mike Cat. Hey, Devontae. Uh, I know there wasn't another draft pick uh, at wide receiver, but Trevon Grimes is a guy who came in with a lot of hype, obviously played in the SEC with you. Um, what have you noticed about him so far through the offseason program? Um, I mean, he, he's a hard worker. I mean, everybody that, that came in, I mean, they're hard workers. Everybody understands that um, this is a job now, so, I mean, you can't take no days off. I feel like everybody attacks every day the same way, and um, we ultimately talk about matching each other's intensity. So, I mean, I feel like everybody's been doing it, and everybody that's been that's came in has been doing a tremendous job at that. But you're known for your, like, you know, attention to detail and perfection and, and, and all that stuff. Have, have people been able to match your competitiveness? Uh, most definitely. I mean, everybody watches. If you're not in taking a rep, you're watching the person that's in for you taking a rep. So you just see what they do. And if it's something, a little nugget that you can give them, you give it to them. If it's something that they can give you, they give it to you. So, I mean, everybody's paying, paying attention to every little detail that everybody does. Okay, we'll wrap it up here with Brandon and then uh, Zach. Uh, hey, Devontae. Uh, a lot of Eagles fans obviously excited about you coming to Philly. I think you're like top 15 in Jersey Tales within the past month or so. Uh, have you gotten the sense of just how excited fans are here, and have you had any interaction in social media or in person or otherwise? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know how excited the fans are. I mean, just being on, on Twitter and things like that, I believe um, I asked about the best cheese they place around, and, like, it went crazy. So, I mean, I know the fans are excited. And um, I'm excited. I'm just ready to go out there and just go to war with my brothers. Do you have a cheesesteak place picked out based on those um, responses? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't went nowhere yet, so I haven't even tried one yet. All right, we'll wrap it up with Zach. Hey, Devontae, of your new teammates, who have you been spending the most time with or gravitating toward? I mean, of course, the receiver groups, I mean, we're around each other every day. So, I mean, those are the guys that I'm around most of the time. But, I mean, um, Slay, he's a funny guy. He always comes and you know, mess with the receivers. So, outside of the receivers, I would probably say him and him and Jalen. Those are the um, two guys.